Many decades ago, the way football used to be was a player puts the ball in the back of the net, turns and quickly starts running towards the centre of the pitch for kickoff. The best you can get is a couple of hands in the air, a couple of jumps and it's back to it. There was none of this running to the corner of the pitch or to a camera for some extravagant displays. So the question now is, how did we go from that to this? How did we go from just modest expressions of joy after scoring to routine celebrations? Some even now having names and soundtracks. How did goal celebrations become such a big thing in football? Well, let's start from the very beginning. Back in the 50s and 60s, football was hardly ever individualistic. It was a team sport through and through. All that mattered was that the entire team was in sync and had mutual understanding. Players didn't even have their names printed at the back of their jerseys. Why? Because it was never about the players, always about the team. That mentality affected everything for the players, including their celebrations. You scored a goal for the team? Great, that's what you were supposed to do. Now let's get back to it. If it's a very important goal and you're so excited, raise your hands, jump and get back to the game in five seconds. No need to call attention to yourself with some elaborate display. Keep it masculine and emotionless. If you even tried to do some big celebration back then, you were wasting your time because after a goal, the cameras would usually quickly pan to the crowd to show them celebrating or even to the commentators to show their reactions. It's definitely not staying on the players. But as rock and roll emerged, as television began to flourish, And as celebrity worship slowly became a thing, things began to change in football and the world of sports in general. Athletes saw the potential of being actual stars and they slowly began to take to it. Individuality began to creep into the game of football. And is there a more individual moment than when a player scores a goal? Football is primarily about goals. Goals win games. So you can also say that goal scorers win games for their teams. And if you're constantly winning games for the team, it invariably means that you are the man. So while goals have always been important to the team, the turn in the celebrity culture made it more important to players. To score for your team and see your name up in lights for that moment became something to look out for for football players. So with the goals becoming more important to the players, the reactions to scoring them was also bound to change. And in the 1970 FIFA World Cup, we saw a huge turning point for how goals are celebrated in the game of football. That edition, which was hosted by Mexico, was a record-breaking tournament in many respects. It was the first World Cup held outside Europe and South America. It was at the end of this tournament that Pelé became the first and only player so far to have won the World Cup three times. But more relevant to this video, 1970 was the first time football was broadcast in colour in many parts of the world. Also, with matches being broadcast live all around the globe thanks to the development of satellite communications, the tournament recorded never-before-seen numbers for television audiences for football games. So when Pelé leapt more enthusiastically than was regarded as normal back then into the hands of his teammate Jairzinho, and punched the air after scoring Brazil's first goal of that final and 100th goal at the World Cup, it was etched permanently in the memories of millions around the world. That celebration, which today is still regarded as one of, if not the most iconic moments in FIFA World Cup history, 
was itself a confluence of two generations. You could see Pelé initially just raise his hands after scoring, as was the norm back in the day. But he then took that extra step by jumping on a teammate and repeatedly punching the air. In that moment, he was elevated, both literally and figuratively. He was the man. That goal was about him. The celebration was not exactly flashy, but it was not modest either. Pele may not have known it at that moment, but he was opening the eyes of footballers of the upcoming generation to how goals could be celebrated. 20 years later, football now had a completely different look. There were better structures, sponsorship and broadcasting. It was a much bigger sport than it was in the 60s and 70s. And football players were much bigger stars. At the 1982 World Cup, we saw Marco Tardelli run around the pitch towards the dugout with clenched fists as he cried goal in celebration of his goal, which put the Italians two up against West Germany in the final. But when it comes to celebrations, there's one man whose name we just cannot leave out. Roger Miller. The striker who represented Cameroon on the big stage and was one of the first real African stars on the international stage pretty much invented unconventional signature celebrations. He was a very late bloomer, bursting into the international scene at the age of 38 at Italian 90, but he created a lasting legacy which is sure to outlive him. At the 1990 tournament, Miller, who is the oldest goalscorer in World Cup history, scored four goals and celebrated each one by running to the corner flag and doing a little dance around it with a huge smile on his face. To this day, that celebration remains one of the most iconic we have ever seen. 20 years later, it was used by Coca-Cola in an ad at the 2010 World Cup. After the 1990 World Cup, we started to see goal celebrations take on different forms and shapes and even used for different purposes. Some used it to show maniacal and substance-induced passion, like Maradona when he shouted directly at the camera with eyes red and bulging at the 94 World Cup. For some, it was nothing more than momentary insanity, as Brandy Chastain herself described it after she ripped her shirt off in celebration of America's penalty shootout win over China in the 1999 Women's World Cup. Some use it to take jabs at the media, like Jürgen Klinsmann diving and Robbie Fowler snorting. For some others, it's an opportunity for them to show off their choreography and dancing skills, like Shabalala and his South American teammates at the opening game of the 2010 World Cup, Peter Crouch with the robot dance at the 2006 World Cup, and basically Pogba and Lingard whenever they get the chance. Some just want to use their celebrations to send messages to loved ones, like Gabriel Jesus's Hello Mama celebration and Lionel Messi pointing skyward as a tribute to his late grandmother. Some take their shirt off or just lift it to reveal different types of messages. It could be in respect of a loved one, like Iniesta after he scored the only goal in the 2010 World Cup final. It could be to reveal a political message, like Robbie Fowler in 1997. Or there might be no message really, just the player being cocky like Balotelli against United and Messi against Real Madrid. But most commonly, football celebrations these days are just the players showing elation after scoring, using sequences that they invented or adopted and which have become synonymous to them over time. Some great examples are Cristiano Ronaldo's Sioux, Mbappe's underarm tuck, Suarez's three kisses, Di Maria's heart sign, Memphis's fingers to ears. The list just goes on and on. And you know what you're going to do for us now? 
you're going to go in the comments and continue that list with your best signature celebrations in football history. And please make it fun. Hey, you know we're not ending a video about the evolution of goal celebrations without mentioning Sjan and Iceland. Those guys take creative celebrations to a whole different level and they are absolutely legends of their genre. If you enjoyed this video, give it a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. Also, turn on the bell notification so that you never miss out on new content. And we'll catch you in the next one. Bye.